This is Sound on Vision on KEXP. The Aretha Franklin biopic called Respect is now out in theaters. KEXP's Larry Mizell Jr. watched the film with KEXP DJ Riz Rollins, who is the station's resident Aretha Franklin expert. Riz ended up taking over the airwaves for six hours the day she passed away back in 2018, playing only Aretha Franklin tunes. Here's the conversation. Last weekend, we went to go see Respect. We did, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Uh-huh. The new Aretha Franklin biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, starring Jennifer Hudson. Yes. And I got to say, I thought it was fantastic. You thought it was fantastic. I did. I did indeed. I enjoyed it greatly. I had some problems watching it objectively. Okay. Do tell. One, because... Uh, I wouldn't say the hype surrounding it, but I knew that, for example, that picture had been trying to get made for at least a decade or so. And Aretha had chosen, originally, if I'm not mistaken, she chose Beyonce and settled upon Jennifer Hudson. So she knew it was being made. It was being made with her blessing. But as anything that's made with an artist's blessing, it's about it's going to have some some holes in it. And I'm not sure if the holes were because Aretha had passed or if the holes were because biopic, you got to make things larger than life. Right, right. But it got all the big stuff right. Mm-hmm. All of it. Given that also the film stops right at Amazing Grace. And so there's all of this other, you know, other producers she worked with, other songs she worked with. It completely ignored her reaction after her father was killed. Her father was shot to death. So it was a lot of, there was a lot of important, it could have been longer, I guess, is what, you know, what I was thinking. For sure. I was never bored with it, ever. Yeah. The entire time. Definitely. It, it definitely could have been like a mini series or something. What do you think that they, they got right? And what do you think they got wrong? Um, the first thing they got right, kudos, there gotta be, there's gotta be some kind of special career mention to Jennifer Hudson for singing the entirety of it. Oh yeah. Really singing um, it. And nailing it, you know, really, it's not Aretha, but I can't imagine any artist that could do, could, could have done that job. Beyonce could not have done it. I just can't think of any, you know, known artists that that could have nailed those vocals the way she did. And there was a lot of music. For sure. For sure. <laughs> like, I am wow. curious, though, since you said that, why do you think Beyonce could not have done it? You know, not to underestimate Beyonce, but the idea that you go see 90 minutes or so of mostly singing, that she hits all those notes. And, and, and some of them, like her... Jennifer Hudson's version of Ain't No Way, it was almost uncanny to me. I thought so, too. It was lovely to see 
I don't think Jennifer Hudson played the piano, but it was lovely to see the nod given toward Aretha's ability to play and, mm. and do arrangements. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see more of the dynamic between her and her sisters who did record records. I thought it was kind of a dig that, you know, Aretha in the film, this is a spoiler alert, that at some point, you know, Aretha kind of talks about them not having any hits which was unfair given the fact that they wrote Angel and Ain't No Way. Another thing that I'm thinking is how much much of the detail they got right from the clothing, the fashions, the things that Aretha wore. I think also the, I think the movie is a great introduction to Aretha. Mm-hmm. It's you can't get a better introduction to Aretha than watching that film. Mm-hmm. And if you chose to delve into just to the different parts of her career that the film presents, that's enough to get you going on all the other points of the career that that you miss out on. You know, five decades is a long time it is. to distill into ninety minutes. You know, for sure. I'm curious yeah, more about your history as a lover and scholar of Aretha Franklin. Were you aware of her kind of even because, you know, the movie got into how, you know, she was on the road singing for a long time in churches. Mm-hmm. Were you aware of her through that kind of before she was on wax? I, I was aware of it. Probably because of my relationship with Rolling Stone magazine. Okay. <laughs> you know, during that period. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was aware. I saw her because a church in Chicago had gave, given a substantial church. I remember which church was, gave her a, a Lifetime Achievement Award at uh, the Symphony Hall, uh, Chicago Symphony. I forget what the name of the place is. And so they hosted it there and she was there to receive this award and was not set to perform and of course there's no way in the world you can get a a symphony hall full of people and aretha wasn't going to do anything and so she did she did two songs uh his eyes on the sparrow and uh amazing grace and i'd have to say it was one of the more frightening performances i've ever seen uh how's that I had heard, part of the legend I had heard was that Aretha didn't really rehearse with the band Mm. as much, particularly a touring band, because she said that her voice often distracted and overpowered them. And so they would do the arrangements, and they often wouldn't hear her vocals until they were live on stage uh, performing it. But there was a current, and when she was doing Amazing Grace, when I saw her, that the audience transformed into it. It was like mass hysteria. People were running up and down the aisles. Old ladies were standing on top of chairs, screaming and hollering. You've got this Pentecostal experience. Mm. You can imagine having this Pentecostal experience at Benaroya. Yeah, right. (laughs) Somebody coming out and saying, you know what? Y'all can't be doing that here. Right, right. (laughs) Ushers huddled in the back like, right. Uh -uh, Somebody stopped us. This is is out of hand. you know, they're about to call fire department and, and ambulances because people were literally falling out. Wow. I mean, screaming and hollering and falling out. She hit a note. I never forget that she hit a note doing Amazing Grace that was so high and so strong 
and her mouth opened so wide to hit it, I thought she's about to crush her eyeballs. Wow. Her eyeballs cannot handle this power <laughs> wow. coming out of her. She was just peeling back from the note. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. When would this have been? This would have been, I'd say, in 73 or 74. Wow. And those two songs were, were enough for that day. Right. They're, they were enough. Uh, for people who, who, who aren't aware of it, I think her Fillmore recording is, is, is quite substantial. Mm-hmm. Where she does, she ends up with the going backstage and doing a duet with Ray Charles. Right. Whom she had a, a fairly close relationship with. Okay, so that, when you saw her, that was right around the time of Hey Now Hey, Other Side of the Sky. Yeah. I'm so glad that you you love that record because that that is the Aretha record probably closest to my heart as well. There's just because yeah. you you heard it when it came out or you know an overview you revisited it and, and said I don't understand why this isn't why yeah. is it a substantial record for you? I first I'm a huge Bobby Womack fan. Yes. Uh, so when I heard the cover of That's the Way I Feel About You and how she just made it her own and just yeah. lived in it. That's the way that I feel about you, man. That's the way that I feel about you, baby. That was real, real special. And the other one is uh, Master of Eyes. Yes. Uh, that one kills me every time. What is Aretha's legacy and 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 meaning to you? She is was a once in a lifetime artist. If you were fortunate to, enough to have been alive during the three records of Hendrix or the output of watching Miles go electric. Aretha had the same was that substantial of of a musician, and I don't I don't think I realized it until till she died actually uh, when I got to do that show on KXP and played Aretha for six hours and only played one song twice. You cannot you, to to listen to an artist for that long and to have so many revelatory moments. That's once in a lifetime, and so to be able to live through that is—it's a privilege in my life to have have lived through Aretha. It might be a privilege in my life to have lived through Beyonce, but it doesn't feel like there's as many that Aretha lived during the same time of Mahalia, <laughs> you know, and was well informed by Mahalia, you know, protege by Mahalia Jackson. That's I don't I don't know, man. I, that's once in a lifetime. 
and the the golden period of soul music uh, will never be fully investigated just with the heavies. I mean, we've talked about this. What they go? What are we going to do when Smokey goes? Right. Or Stevie. Right. <laughs> you right. know, how do you recapture the enormity of these once in a lifetime people, you know, in 90 minutes? Do, remember the, the Pavarotti thing that she did? Yes. You know, where Pavarotti got sick. I think it was at the Grammys. Totally. And Aretha said, well, I'll sing it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And get out there, and you know, people lose their minds. Right, because she could do that. You know, particularly live, she she could make you lose your mm. completely. So, would you recommend that people go see Respect? Absolutely. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. I think it's, it's as substantial of a film as one could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. And as I told another friend, I think Aretha would have liked it. Even given some of the troubling aspects of it, uh, her relationships to alcohol, you know, what happened between her and her manager, her father, uh, I think she would have she would have appreciated it a great deal. She might have argued about it, but I think she would have thought this is a, a worthy testament to that particular period of her life that that it shows. And keep in mind that that's, a, that's only a, a taste. That's a slice of bread. Right. You know, toast. Mm-hmm. Where would you recommend people go to get deeper on Aretha after they see it? I think, actually, I think having the multi-set of Columbia recordings where she is as far away from her gospel as possible needs to happen. Where someone's waiting to be kissed. And if you're not an aficionado of jazz, Aretha also sang the blues. There are compilations. She's got a million compilations. And there's one, Aretha, Aretha's Blues, that kind of calls her blues efforts into one CD. Without a word of warning, blues walked in this morning. But I will say this, if Aretha doesn't touch you, just leave it alone. Don't mess with it. Mm. You know, if you, if you hear Ain't No Way, and it doesn't move you, then get off the ride. <laughs> it ain't for you. Right. You know, you go where some, you go. You got some other problems. <laughs> you really do. You really do. Don't don't come to me complaining about it. I don't hear it. Right. You know, and, and I've been thinking this since seeing the movie. If there's any one song that could corral you into loving her, ain't no way it's got to be it. Yeah, for sure. You know. I mean, you just you hear all of all the whole of human experience and love and disappointment in that one song. And that's unusual for any artist to do in one song. Absolutely. You know, mastery. Mm hmm. 
That was KXP DJs Larry Mizell Jr. and Riz Rollins talking about the new Aretha Franklin biopic called Respect that's now out in theaters. And that was Sound and Vision. If you like what you hear on the show and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I would love to see two more reviews and four more ratings on the Apple Podcast app. If you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show and tell a friend. Those types of moves help make this podcast easier to search in this very saturated podcast world we live in. And as you might have noticed, a lot of podcasts out there run on corporate support. The majority of KEXP's funding to do what we do comes from listeners. Help make more Sound and Vision podcasts possible by donating $20 at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.